Surveyor's Tape, brought to you by Surveyor's Tape. Surveyor's Tape, use it to mark the things you want later. Surveyor's Tape. Is that like the worst infomercial ever? (laughs) Welcome to Muttering Pines, the show where we fumble our way through the outdoors and try and do stuff with our hands. Okay, is this thing on? Because I'm really thirsty. Good evening, boys. Good evening. Guys, I got two jokes for you. Oh, yeah, we're drinking Super Saturation. Super Saturation. By Cabin Brewing, our friends. Our friends at Cabin Brewing. And Pabst Blue Ribbon. He's <laughs> <laughs> probably just as much our friend as, like, Polaris is right now. Sorry, Polaris. <laughs> uh, we haven't shit on Cabin. We can, though. Oh, because they don't use belt-driven... Motors. No, that's right. Go ahead. No, it's because they don't use honey. No, they oh, didn't yeah. use your honey. That's but but who did use your honey? Nine four eight brewing and Airdrie. That's bitching. So for those not listeners, Matt keeps bees, and Matt had a surplus of honey this year. And if you'd like to know more about that, you should go listen to our episode about bees. Right. Yeah. You know, because we know you're into binging us right now. Yeah. All one person. Um. Okay, I got two jokes for you. Okay. One, you have a PBR and you spill it on your crotch. Do you know what it's called? No. A Pabst smear. Pabst smear. It's good. I like it. Boom, boom. Yeah. Made that one up myself. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds Probably good. get canceled for that. <laughs> you should be canceled. And then my other joke is what is it called when either one of us lets out? Uh, a prolonged but low-grade baritone fart. Comedy. Muttering pants. Oh! Muttering pants. Oh, yeah. Mm. Mm. That's good. This, uh, this, this muttering theme, I think, can continue on into many aspects of our lives. Mm-hmm. Like uh, muttering mechanics, how to fix quads. Yeah. There you go. Poorly. Muttering, mutter, muttering hives, my little bee thing. Mm-hmm. Mutter- your your fart jokes. Yeah. Muttering farms. My terrible trying to keep cows alive. How's that going? Have any died yet? No, uh, but the bull is sick. Oh no! Yeah. Oh good. Yeah, Richard had to take the bull home, get it uh, vet to look at it. I haven't heard anything because Richard is only you can only talk to him by seeing him in person. Yeah. And so when we're up there this weekend, I'm going to find out. But the bull, uh, there's some speculation that maybe the bull had pneumonia. Oddly, my dad noticed. My dad was out there with my mom just to spend an evening and have a quiet time. And he was like, yeah, that bull isn't keeping up with the rest of the herd with piss. And then he went and looked at it, and it had a bleeding nose, which is apparently a sign of pneumonia for bulls, I'm told. Or if you've left your cocaine out. Right. Oh, yeah. Also, that bull was heaping humps. Let <laughs> me tell you. Why <laughs> not? Because he's the only bull in a field of heifers. Yeah, and so he was just like, "What? I can't lose." <laughs> you can't. Yeah, and then he's now he's got cow aids, I guess. <laughs> anyway, so that's how my cow. Yeah, that's how my farm is going. Bovine, bovine HIV epidemic. Yeah, yeah. Overdosing. Yeah. It's like the eighties. <laughs> AIDS and cocaine at your place. <laughs> yes, yeah. That's right. I call one of the cows Cindy Lauper. So, what are we talking about today, guys? Well, I figured we'd talk about tools. 
I like tools. We like tools. Other people like tools. Some people don't have tools and need tools. People don't need tools and have tools. There's a tremendous number of questions about how many tools you're supposed to have. All three of us are tools. Definitely three tools in this show. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'll drink to that. Yeah. Here's the tools. Drunk. So what is the best tool? No, sorry. Go back to the beginning. What is the first set of tools a young lad coming out of, say, high school should own when he lives by himself? Oh, that's a good question. Uh, lives by himself. So probably renting. Yeah, like you're you're poor as fuck, and because you're so poor, you can't afford to pay anybody for anything. Right, right. so you're just doing basic household maintenance that your landlord won't do. You got to fix it. Yeah, you got to put together furniture and put up shelves and crap like that. Yeah. And then what about like automotive mechanics is like a, a person that has a piece of shit car. Yeah. Well, that's a whole different... Yeah. I guess nowadays you need like a computer diagnostic machine to figure out cars, but I think, I guess, I think the primary tool is the CNC core. machine. The core. Yeah. It's the CNC. If machine. you can't get a CNC a machine, just forget it. Stop buying tools immediately. Yeah. yeah. Drill press, CNC machine, a jointer, planer. It's gotta be, and, it's gotta be cordless drill. Yeah. Stand up bandsaw. It's gotta be cordless drill, right? Yeah. All battery powered. Battery. Everything's battery powered now. Interchangeable batteries are the the key to buying yeah. tools. Yeah. Dewalt makes a stand up bandsaw and a uh, a cordless router and probably a jointer. I would guess. I don't know. Yeah. Because they do everything. They have radios that just charge batteries. That's how into batteries they are. But yeah. If it's just like a young lad or lass needing to do things. Um. Yeah, honestly, I would say a set of Allen keys. Really? If you're, you're putting together IKEA furniture. Yeah. And then you have to take it apart but and you've lost that Allen key. Those fuckers they come they come with an Allen key every time. Yeah, yeah you don't where's where's the Allen keys from your IKEA furniture? They're in the garbage along with all the hardware and all the pieces. Right, so <laughs> like when you move because you glue it together in the end. No, I just got mad and just walked away and eventually threw it away. But I mean, like, you're going to lose that. And if you have a bike, Allen keys are super handy. Yeah. Okay. So like a bike maintenance set of, Allen keys. you know, the, the sh- yeah, a shitty set of Allen keys and a crescent wrench. Allen keys. Wrench. Right. Crescent wrench. Are those known as a monkey wrench? Right. Adjustable wrench. Yeah. Uh, they also come in metric and standard, which is uh, very convenient. I'd say a hammer. Yeah. They didn't yeah, come in metric and standard. They're adjustable. You fucking just got that? You <laughs> fucking monkey. <laughs> Who's the monkey wrench? This guy. By the end of this, we have to decide which tool we are. Okay. I'm winning because clearly I'm the monkey yeah. wrench. Monkey wrench, yeah. Um, yeah, hammer. Right? You think a hammer? So, How else are you gonna when I was... When I was young, I got a Christmas present of like a Craftsman freaking like 500 piece socket set. It had everything in it, no storage capacity. It all just like was in a, it was like in brown paper bags from Sears. I still use those tools today. They yeah. are sorted now. And, but man, I've like, you know, some 30 years of 
dicking around. Those tools are still good. They're still with me. And for me, I think that's like the number one thing a guy should get is like a, a proper socket set, a proper wrench set, and just do it once up front. Shit, shit on them all you like. But Sears, like Craftsman, was good shit. Oh, you and I have both inherited the same model and year workmate from Sears, from our dads. The benches, the, right? Those benches uh, also were a vice. Do you know oh, those yeah. things? Yeah. You have the same one that yeah. I do, that I I gave to my dad for Christmas one year in the Yeah, 80s. you spin the wheels and they right. close yeah. and they open. Yeah. Yeah, I have one of them. Yeah. It still works. Sears, I think, like... I know they were considered a more, I don't want to say lower end, but more like working class brand. Like they're a house brand, but man. I think their stuff is good. Their shit's good. Yeah. The unlimited warranty was also awesome. I, I used that a couple times. I have a recorded Craftsman skill saw that is literally as old as I am. It's from yeah. 1978. Yeah. My, my dad was given it as a gift when I was born. Both the push mower, both the push mower and the lawn tractor at our property mm-hmm. are craftsmen. Yeah. And they feel into, like I've run but those through things that you shouldn't be running lawn mowers. We're through. way off though. So, so basic tools. You, know, you yeah. say socket set. You say Allen keys. That was your first pick. Allen keys is your pick? Well, yeah. And I'm cordless drill. I'm still, I'm sticking with the cordless drill. Yes, cordless drill I think is actually probably, well, okay. What cordless drill? Oh, a DeWalt. Oh, a a cordless drill or like the impact driver? No, no, no. Like a cordless drill with settings all the way, like drill to 15. Yeah. Excuse me. It's the 20 amp DeWalt. That is the the brushless one. DeWalt? Yes. Okay. Now we're going to talk about it because we mentioned Craftsman. Now I mentioned DeWalt. Okay. What's your favorite tool brand? Oh, tool brand. DeWalt. All right. So... I, I'm a Makita guy. Yeah, you are. Oh, but, but I'm a Makita guy. Cause years ago I bought a drill set, uh, a good one. And somebody just turned the lights out on me. This is pretty cool. So I'm going to sit here in the dark of the shadow of my monitor. You still look pretty good in that though. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. It's funny. My, my face doesn't change with light or no light. So <laughs> paper, paper bag syndrome. Um, <laughs> I, I have a, I have a Makita, and that thing has been absolutely bulletproof. But I will say that those the new Milwaukee brand tools are hard to turn around, turn down. Mm. They have so many attachments, so many uh, not attachments, so many different tools that fit that same battery form. It's probably going to be my next tool. But we're we're different levels. Of, like I am one project a year guy. Mm-hmm. You are constantly building serious things. Like your tools get put through the paces, and I think yours do too. Mm-hmm. I'm way lighter duty, which is probably why Dewalt for me is but just gone. Great, you just turned black. Oh God, Matt, the darkness has taken you. The darkness. Yeah. Well, can we come? You know what happens when you live with people that turn the fucking light off on you. Um, I have a variety of friends, but I, if I, and I think it's just cause I like them to match. Really? Yeah. But I, I would probably, as you can see by the orange, I would go rigid for myself. Hmm. Cause all a lifetime warranty. All right. 
I will agree completely with you, Darren. Rigid has come along so far, and now they have that lifetime deal. It is hard to turn down. Is Rigid mm-hmm. just New Black and Decker? It's Home Depot's, yes. yeah. yeah. Uh, it's Home Depot's brand, right? No, that's Ryobi. Uh, Ryobi's the house. Home Depot either partnered with or bought them somehow. I'm mm-hmm. not sure. I have a Ryobi crosscut saw, and for the amount of crosscut sawing I do, it's great. My old chainsaw was Ryobi. Yeah. yeah, and now I have a new one. Because it was terrible for that. I, I tried to use a great. Ryobi chainsaw to, to uh, take something down after a storm here for a coworker once, and it was unable to. And yeah. I have a pair of Fiskars clippers that would do it now. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck that. Fuck their chainsaws. But their crosscut saw, pretty goddamn good, I gotta say. Quick uh, detour. I was using Fiskars clippers um, on the weekend. And, like, not even the big ones. So, like, what is it? Like, maybe they were 24 inches, maybe. Right. Yeah. Right? Like, not the huge ones, but, mm-hmm. like, and I took down, like, solid trees that were, yeah, you know, two to three inches in diameter with those things. Yeah. My wife uses a pair that she bought at Lee Valley that are very high quality. And we cleared path through the bush at our property. Yeah. Like she was just out there. That's what we were doing. She was like a goddamn beaver. It was unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. Um, (laughs) She's a goddamn beaver. uh, Yeah. Okay. So you say DeWalt, you say Makita, I say Rigid. I can't argue with any of them. The best quality tool I have is not a DeWalt tool. Just the best tools. For me, yeah. I guess is it your your home jobber or are you like weekend warrior? Are you I'm barely almost full timer. I do a I do one serious project a year tops. That's it, and so that's the tools that I have are adequate for that. Yeah, and I am I seem to be always doing something. So I think I underspend on power tools. I overspend on hand tools. Like we don't we don't buy like cheap clippers we buy fiskers or something, but yeah yeah. What's your? We'll have to come back. I'm going to forget this. What's your thought on power tools over hand tools? Power tools. I start with hand tools every time. Really? Yeah. If I can if I can do it without a lot of fuss, I'll go with hand tools first. So I'm obviously the laziest one in the room because nine times out of ten, I will search out the power tool. Yeah. I also would prefer to do it with the power tool. However, there are times when I know that I just need to suck it up. Because I remember my dad, What's my dad once said, he said, uh, what takes you ten seconds to fuck up with a power tool will take you ten minutes to fuck up with a hand tool. Well, so basically, yeah. power tools, you can ruin your project like that, where the hand tool, you've got plenty of time to be like, oh, this is going wrong. <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm still an idiot, 10 minutes in. My motivations... <laughs> Nine minutes in, you're like, oh, fuck. My motivations, <laughs> my motivations are more like Matt's. The reason I favor hand tools is because I, I start in proximity. Do I have something in my pocket I can do this mm-hmm. with? And then if I don't, Almost always, a hand tool is more available to me than a power tool. 
And so I get a handful and I go. That's fair. I find that too. If I can just do it and it's not easy, yeah. but it's going to be done before I go find my, a drill my, my or whatever and the find the battery. And then it's like right. could, the job could have been done. Yeah. But that's like piddly shit. Yeah. That's not like actually work. That's like, yeah, screwing in a picture frame or something that, like that. That was what led to me obsessing over carry tools for a little while. Like what, like multi-tool you can carry with you, keychain tools and stuff like that. I have like three multi-tools and yeah. they're all in the truck and I forget about them every time. Oh, I forget about them all the time. And I feel like there's been multiple scenarios, especially on any of our trips where we may have needed one of them. I've, I've definitely spent hours reading about multi-tools and minutes using them. Yeah. That's like... So yeah. we're sold. We're sold the tool. By me. Like, just Googling, just like, oh, that's cool. It flips out like this. Just gets you in the gadget bits. Yeah. It weighs 14 pounds. It has 30 different blades in it. <laughs> and you've only pulled out two of them. I know. I'm susceptible to gadgetry. How much of your tool collection do you guys think is just gadgetry? Not much. Not mine, I would say it was almost zero. There's one I thought was like, I bought it just to do one thing. Uh, and that is like, you know, uh, it's like a, not a reciprocating saw, but it's like a little, it's power tool, a little hand guy. And it's got the blade that just goes like this and it's for cutting baseboard. Oh yeah. Yeah. The oscillating tool. The oscillating tool. Oh. And I was like, oh, I'm only going to need this to cut this baseboard once because I'm never doing anything again. I've used it numerous times now hmm. for just getting into somewhere to like cut that or like, I'm going to, I got to slice this drywall over here and the blade is okay blades thinner than let's let's try to put this in perspective how direct uh, which tool do you use the most my drill and and my power so drill. where is this oscillating saw in comparison to your use of a drill if you use the oh drill, wait down there i'm just saying i bought it because for a one use but i've used it several times since and i found it's something i should have bought years ago would you tell people all the people that listen to this that they should, if they're ever like, ah, I need this for this one thing, that's the tool they should definitely say, just fucking do it. I think if you ever have to do baseboards, just get it. Yeah. Like if you ever have to remove baseboards or you want to like frame something in, just get it. Interesting. But, I mean, how often do you have to cut your fucking baseboards? Never, ideally. <laughs> so if you're starting out, generally you're not going to be renovating a house. No. You can't afford it anyways. I'd say, yeah, if you're starting out, uh, power drill, like cordless drill, uh-huh. socket set, which probably come with Allen keys anyway, but I, I'd still say maybe Allen keys. Um, set of hand screwdrivers. Yeah. Because you're not going to use your power drill to take your, your light switch panel off. And, and absolutely, like, your cover off. Don't be cheap with those. Like, don't yeah. buy the set by the cashier. No. Go spend some money on those. And magnetic tip ones. Uh, needle nose pliers. Oh, fuck. Pliers. Vice grips. Vice, vice grips. grips. Yeah. Yeah. And I'd say if, if you can't, if you can't do it with needle nose pliers, you're going to be able to do it with vice grips. Yeah. What about Steve? I have needle nose vice grips. <laughs> oh, yeah. Me too. <laughs> They're garbage. Mine are garbage. Mine are, I use mine in the, for the, like the forging, like in the 
What are your oh, yeah. what are your precision tool stuff like? So your you know squares and levels. Yeah, I like a square and a square and a um, a two foot level for me are a, like an essential piece of three equipment. foot. Yeah. Well, you can see I've got three. Yeah, I'm missing a level. Who the fuck's my other level? Anyway, I have two two foots. I have, well, clearly I only have one now. Yeah. I have one two foot and a three foot. The three foot for me I use more because I don't know why I just tend to cut like drywall or OSB sheets at like four by eight or whatever. So like having something like that where I can yeah, I, make lines. I also have a four. Yeah, I have a four foot and a two foot. But I think the two foot one is the basic useful one. But the carpenter square, so the triangle. Yeah, that's is, important. It's, I would say, like, if you were to start with beginner's essential and then you go your next step up, you're going to need one of those and a level. Yeah. Square and a level. Yeah. And if you're getting that, you're probably going to want an orbital sander. Yeah. And then you need the baseboard cutting tool, bench press. Bench press? Well, thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you mentioned earlier we were chatting the jigsaw. Yes. Uh, because of the blade variety, those things are more useful than you think. A good one, yeah. Mine, I have a shitty, I think it's Black & Decker, actually. And the blade wobble on that thing? Yeah. I mean, that's it's drunker than I am. That is a tool I've never seen function well cordless. Those things are Mine's always... Corded. Yeah, those things are always cutting something important that is a pain in the ass. I don't think you can rely on batteries for those ones yet. I don't even own a jigsaw. Really? The only, yeah, like it wasn't until probably three years ago I even got a handsaw because I was that reliant on power tools. Yeah, but how, like, how, I mean, how do you cut a curve into something or cut a with, pull out? With, with my uh, recip saw. Like your, uh, your which also saw, yeah, like, saws all, right? Yeah. Yeah. But it's like you, drastically oversized for most projects, but it sure does cut quick. Would you say, I'd say, I would say this. I'm, I'm willing to, nobody listens to this, so it doesn't matter. The Sawzall is probably the most important tool for a first time home buyer that's like doing a fix me up. Yeah, if you're that, doing any renovation, especially outside. Oh, fuck. Or anything where you've got to go. Down to the studs. Yeah, you will, you will find a reason for that thing all the time beyond what you think. Yeah, that that tool's cheap and great. Which one do you have, Matt? It's a Dewalt corded one. Yeah, but I have one as well, a Dewalt corded sawzall. Yeah, yeah. It's so at the time when I got that corded cord less tools were just coming out, and I had used a cordless uh, recip saw, and it was. So underwhelming in its power and capacity that yeah. I basically vowed to never own a cordless one because if I'm going to do demolition with it, usually it's uh, intensive. Mm-hmm. And at the time, batteries were just sucked. Yeah, yeah. I, now they're pretty good. I hear. I hear. Yeah. But mine is also corded. It's a rigid. It's corded. Battery I, interchangeability is just that's, absolutely. Well, yeah. That's like yeah. I would say. If you're going to buy tools, just pick a brand because then your batteries will all work together. Yeah. Okay. So what brand do you go with if you're going to start out? So we all had our initial favorites. 
I would. I would change. I'm going to say rigid because of the price and the warranty. Price. What about for quality of the tools? Yeah. I would easily say rigid tools are not very good quality. I have not had an issue with any of my rigid tools, and I am well. You know, Matt, I'm not light with my tools. So at my shop, they supply Milwaukee tools to everybody, and they're all cordless. And the amount of abuse that those things take by people that don't take care of them is phenomenal. Right. But I will say that their Milwaukee's come out with, uh, I don't know if you've played around with their, their I think they call them their, their stubby nose. They're, they're impact drivers for like removing wheels and like the half inch drives. It's not this like 12 inch long deal. It's, it's the size of a, a little, uh, impact driver in your drill, drill kit, huh. except it, it produces 800 foot pounds. I used it and it damn near ripped my arm off. Like I was absolutely astounded by how much power that little thing had. Really? And I've, I've never grabbed a different brand tool and be astounded by the power than Milwaukee. You have to watch what you're buying because there's, there's prosumer brand and then there's uh, actual like, pro level brand shit so they're not all the same like home depot sells makita but makita's home depot brand is the entry level stuff if you go to like a proper tool supply place it's completely different models and quality really? so yeah so it's not not all the same so we're assuming you're going to go to a big box store like rona lowe's home depot mm-hmm. reno depot i guess if you're in Quebec. Yeah. You don't want to Valley. No, Lee Valley, I don't even know what they sell. I bought uh, those clippers there. Yeah, so Fiskers. Well, they're not Fiskers. No, no, they're like a house brand. They're crazy. Lee Valley Valley sells good shit. Yeah. Um, Okay, so if you're going to step up then, skipping price points on board, um, from entry level, so the stuff we talked about, we're saying a Sawzall. Yeah. Orbital Sander. Yeah, those are useful. Do you... I've never really used my Orbital Sander. Oh, I use mine all the time. Use it to clean the grill of the barbecue. You can use it to sand drywall. You can use it to finish a carpentry project. Pretty useful. I guess it's finistry work or... I'm a little more on the mechanic side, not the woodworking finishing side. Well, you just want to strip a table and restain the table. Or real sander. Yeah, I I give that to Darren. Yeah, that's that's how I strip it. shit to Matt. Just make Matt come over and then like, do you have a jack? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Some stumps. We should talk about <laughs> things, I think, because well, no, we're not done. No, we're not done. We'll get there. Okay, jeez. I, I want to finish this. Okay. No, no, you're no. not an orbital sander. But we said a skill saw, reciprocal saw, vice grips. No, those are on the first ones. Yeah, vice um, grips are. Vice grips are. Right, the square, the square and the level. Yeah. I would say. We've never said the tape measure. Oh, fuck. You need a tape measure. Tape Number measure. one. Tape measure. No, you just, you just do this. You hold your fingers out. And you can measure things and just walk around the room and just measure it with your finger sticks. The amount of times I measure stuff with my feet. And I'm off by like a foot. <laughs> it's because you haven't measured your feet. 
you gotta you gotta know the scale first. Yeah, that's the problem. Um, I would say even like a circular saw. Yeah. 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 The first thing you you have Ooh, to, you if you're doing anything to, outside, like a table saw situation, a circular saw nine times out of ten just is useful. Yeah, yeah. If you're doing anything outside, the chalk line. So the the tools that I think I get the most use out of would be my my drill set for sure, like ten times more than anything else. Yeah. Drills, screwdrivers, but clamps. Those quick clamps, the, the squeeze together quick clamps. Absolutely. There's that one, yeah. that blue one over there. Yeah. Clamps are the if you've ever I bought earlier. Absolutely. Yeah. If you've ever used a proper bar clamp, like a screw together bar clamp, and then you switch to those quick clamps, you'll throw the fucking bar clamps across the room. Not sure. I have all of them. You do. For for those What did I say? For those- How did I say that? I meant to say it is that the quick clamps are way better. The bar clamps. Oh, yeah, for sure. I think the for those that are all li- clamps are good. For those that are clamps li- are the pizza of tools. For those that are listening, you won't be able to see this. But I'll show you my range. Yeah, he has an incredible selection of clamps. I'm I am with the Northcott strategy on clamping, which is all clamps are great. Bring me all the clamps. Any clamp. This is the one you're talking about. Bitchin' clamp. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Squeeze. Listeners, that is Done. a quick clamp with a trigger and a lock. It's fantastic. Okay, we're going to get that out of frame. Okay, income. Then I've got the next one where it's a slide up with a screw. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are also acceptable. They're good. Do you have the ones that use round pipe? And lastly, <laughs> I have round the thing that clamp. is basically used for murdering prostitutes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> is this the world's only bad clamp? But th- No, because this thing will hold... Oh yeah, you you could squish that hooker's brain. What no is, problem. What is the name of this? That's a round this clamp. Bar. A round bar <laughs> clamp. You have it's no a pipe idea. clamp. It's a pipe clamp. It's a pipe clamp. Yeah. Okay. Because right. it uses a pipe. Right. I'm going to set it here, and then you don't have a fucking like, any idea what that is called. We don't have an idea of anything we talk about. Yeah, you're right. I said bench press earlier. <laughs> I'm going to stub my tool. Shit. My uh, my first job I had working at a wood shop was to clamp together. Uh, strips of wood after you glue them together to turn them into like larger chunks. And I used to handle those pipe clamps by the thousands every day. And it was the fucking worst thing in my life. So even if it might be an amazing project, I am super jaded towards them because I just reminisce back to that awful time in my life where I had no money and I had to do a job. So the one time that my collection of clamps came into use, and I actually had to borrow some from Alan was when I decided to make... He's alive. Yeah. Remember, Alan's not dead. Yeah. Uh, when I decided to make a butcher block-style bar top for my kitchen that was oh, yeah. 12 feet long <laughs> and only <laughs> one inch thick. <laughs> right. No, it was a little more than one. It was one inch and a half. But, man, did, did the massive amount... And, and, honestly, the different types of bar clams... I noticed the difference, like, just being able to lay it flat, right? Because you put, like, one on top, then one on the bottom, and one on top, and one on the bottom. And I had to clamp, like, every two fucking feet. Oh, God. Because I made it out of, we'll just say, cost-effective wood <laughs> at the time. And, hey, did uh, you make it out of, like, fucking melamine or something? No, I made it, no, it, was pine. Yeah, I made it out of two-by-fours. <laughs> 
I ripped. I ripped and I I planed. You ripped and planed two by fours. Two by fours into a, a butcher block top that I then glued. It all held together. It was all straight, and I sanded it and I finished it. And so far, it it's pretty good. It's two by fours. Two by fours. Structural. Man. Put them in the wall. Nail a box to them. Every house in North America is built with them two by fours. You betcha. Turn them into a countertop. Yeah. Clamps, everybody. Clamps are what? Save your life. They've made human civilization possible, clearly. If you can turn two by fours into countertop with clamps, (laughs) we don't need to go to the moon. We don't need to. So is is that countertop still in use? Have you not rendered it out yet? No, it's Stan. Stan. It's framing. The guy doing our captures it- took the brackets off, and he's like, do you want these back on? I'm like, I think so. He's like, I don't think you need them. <laughs> and I'm like, well, no, I just really don't trust my installation. He's like, hmm. He's like, it's, you glued it. I'm like, yeah. He's like, you did a good job. Cause it's, and he's like putting his weight on it. I'm like, go, go. I'm like, all right. Yeah, it's there. It's our it's our bar top. Wow. And I don't mind it because if it ever gets wrecked, I'm just going to run my orbitable orbitable orb. <laughs> Where's the pipe clamp? <laughs> orbital sander down it, and then I'll just re re refinish it in place, and it'll be perfect. I can change the color of it whenever I want. I can. Yeah. How, how dented up is it, or is it? Yeah, there's a few, but nothing crazy. I uh, when you first made that, I all I could think was like how soft pine is. Yes, and that's that's right. It's gonna leave like cup marks in it, but I'm assuming the uh, uh, the finish you put on there helped, you know, protect it quite a bit. Use yeah, I did use a pretty heavy varathane. Fucking varathane. Yeah. I don't care how ubiquitous and or cheap no, it is. It that shit's amazing. Uh, it's not okay. Maybe it was Minwax. Anyway, it doesn't matter. It's so easy to apply. <coughs> it's varathane. I can see it behind there. <coughs> it's so easy to apply, and it's so goddamn tough. I love that stuff. Edit. I'm going to go get a beer. Uh, As you die. Yeah. Don't die. Hey, Matt, what's the most obscure tool you own? Oh. Huh. Oh, that's a hard one. I bought a, uh, when I was renovating my basement, a crimping tool for doing ductwork. So you could take the round ductwork and it puts like a, a zigzag in the end of it to like compress down the end. Yeah. So you can do inside outside fits. Uh, that's one of those tools that I bought, used once, and I just keep looking at because it, it was, I don't know, it cost like 25 bucks or something. But it's like, I have no use for it and I've never touched it since. You know what? If it was $25, that was the best money you ever spent. Because when I did my basement two years ago, I did not have one of those. And I was trying to reconnect the ducks to my son's bedroom. And I had to do it with needle nose pliers. I had to make that oh, yeah. bag with those. And $25, it sounds like a miracle to me. <laughs> you, should, you should just rent that tool out to, to dudes like me. You, you should. Uh, There's an Airbnb yeah, tool. It definitely is. 
Yeah. I'll rent it out to you. It's only going to cost 400 grand. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. So a duct crimping tool. Yeah. That is, that is definitely one of my more obscure tools. Okay. All right. What's yours? I have a, a, a pull wrench, which is an automotive tool. And its function is to take these hard set, uh, structural screws in a vehicle out, like the one that holds your rear windshield wiper. And it costs $57, this okay. tool. And what it does, it looks like a, <coughs> it looks like a, a face hugger from Aliens with only two legs. That's what it looks like. Oh, okay. And it clamps onto the back of these hard set packed screws with or uh, um, nuts with uh, washers in between them, and then it pulls them apart as you twist it. But it puts pressure in a place that doesn't break anything in the assembly. That's its whole function. And with that tool, I was able to replace my rear windshield wiper in my car. And it cost me $57 for the tool and then $89 for the wiper on Amazon instead of the $480 it cost to get it done at the dealership. Wow, that's an expensive wiper. Yeah, 500 bucks. Yes. It was fucked. Yeah. What did they call that thing? What was the name? A pull wrench. P-O-L-E or P-U-L-L? P-U-L-L. Pull wrench. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Mm. Like, turn it like this and the two little face hugger legs slowly yank apart, hard set, packed in little assemblies of washers and bolts. That's my most obscure tool. Fair. Dazzer? Uh, so many, man. I uh, I inherited a, uh, a, a fair collection from my dad who had very varying hobbies. So I have, I have like a ring sizer. What? Yeah, like for the, like like the big wand. You have one of those? Yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah, man. I would say like the most obscure one I personally have bought. Uh, I would say a slide hammer. Oh, yeah? Yeah. What is a slide hammer? So, oh, those are great. It sounds like a song. It's a slide hammer. Slide hammer. Uh, so when my Polaris 700... Uh, oh, no. When I... Oh, fucking no. When I couldn't get the the axles out of the differential. Here we go. I bought Polaris. A, I bought <laughs> Never going to sponsor us. Uh, it has nothing to do with players. It, 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 it was 100% the guy who owned it for me. Um, oh, no, 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 no. Let's not go there. We're going to keep shitting on Polaris because there's kind of an ammo here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, couldn't, I couldn't get the, uh, the, the axles out and to the point where I was trying to pull them out and they, the boot ripped, so I just had, like, the cylinder jammed into the <laughs> differential. So a slide hammer is a long rod with a handle on it. And that handle has a guard. So much like, you know, the steel. 
You used to sharpen your kitchen knives? Right, yeah, yeah. Right, so it's a handle okay. with like a, like a jarred for your Like a hand. hilt. Yes, yeah, a hilt. Yeah. And then it's got a long pole, like a long rod. Mm-hmm. You can keep doing this motion, saying long rod. <laughs> Quit doing that. Yeah. yeah, just keep doing that in and out of frame. That's good. Yeah. It'll yeah. last for at least a couple of minutes. So. Um, and then on the that end, um, uh, on the on the end, you have the choice of a various assortments. Um, like there's a thing with like screws, or there's a hook, or there's a hook with a chain. I can't remember the other side. Anyway, so I was going to attach it to it, and then in the middle is a weight. Yes. So I was what you, you do is that. you put tension on it, and you're holding the one end. You've got tension on whatever you're trying to get out, and then you take the weight and you go wham and you resist. You have to kind of fight against yourself because you basically you're throwing this weight at your hand. Good lord! You chuck it down to your hand, and then uh, the impact right yanks it, pops whatever out. It's like a pull I mean, wrench. It didn't work. It's like a pull wrench, <clears throat> but you chuck it. Yeah, it didn't work in my case, so now I have a slide hammer for nothing. So I would say that's my most obscure tool. Say my most obscure single use. Not even obscure, yeah. I would say that's my, my one single-use tool. I was just like, well, I own that now. The only other use I can see for that is torture. <laughs> torture <laughs> is the only Wrap it around use. some guy's gentleman just, sausage. And or fire. just popping joints out of yeah. sockets. Yeah, that's... Not necessarily torture if he likes it. We should edit this part out. <laughs> that's my one single-use tool that I feel is just kind of meh. Wow. Yeah, that... So how did, did you Google that? I meant, uh, yeah, I spent many a day Googling how to get these fucking things uh, out. Google, and, Google and, was how I ended up. Yeah, one of the forums was like, I use the slide hammer. I That's like, it. Yes, I'm using the slide hammer. Forums for me too. Yeah, how did you work. end up with the tin crimper? Oh, so this was a long time ago before the Jujals was there to teach me everything. I think I was just wandering the aisles of Home Depot. And I saw it, and Matt, I looked at it. Just fucking dangerous. Young Matt with hair. Just yeah. Walking. Oh, yeah, there was there was a wispy oh. couple hairs up there. Um, but also, young Matt didn't have any money to spend, so wandering the aisles of Home Depot was a much less dangerous time back then because right. there was just – I there was no options. And now there's everything. Like, you can just be like, oh, I'll just uh, buy all the tools. Not me. I quit my yeah. job. Right. <laughs> I uh, I have a thing where I if I'm doing something and I feel like I'm going to do it maybe more than once, or even if I'm not going to do it more than once. And actually, this is going to lead into what I wanted to talk to you guys about next before we get into mechanics tools. He's going to ask us to buy some crazy tool. Do you guys want to invest in this tool app? No. Um, I'd like to just have some NFTs. Yeah, NFTs, but they're tools, so they're yeah. useless. Non-fungible tools. Um, I like to have the tool for the job. Yeah, me too. Me too. Yeah. Just yeah. in case, like, I ever need a fucking slide hammer again. That's a real bad example, but I have a tile saw <coughs> as well, like a tile cutter. Vanity is a big reason for me on that. I like it when people say, hey, do you, ha- you wouldn't happen to have yeah. it. And then I can say, yeah, I do, actually. That happened with Alan. He's like... Talking about redoing his fence, he's like, this fence might be okay. Maybe I'll just rent a planer and I'll uh, fire a board through and see if I can redo it. And I'm like, but. 
don't rent a planer. Yeah. It's like, oh, fuck, you've got a planer. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. I do have a planer. Yeah. So you charge them money, right? Right? Yeah. Um, money. Sex. I'm going to spend Next. a week of my days waiting for somebody to go, do you know how much it costs to replace a windshield wiper on my car? So I can say, my friend, <laughs> I have the tool. Amazon search and this tool that you can rent from me for $433,000. So as someone getting into, <laughs> getting into tools, what do you feel is the ideal time to purchase the tool versus rent the tool? Like, what's the scenario there? Oh, I think it's it goes back to what you're saying. If you're going to do it once, it might be it once. Like, take for example, like a a floor sander, or uh, maybe you need like to aerate your lawn or something like that. Like those tools are expensive, Big ticket and you're going to do it oh, once. Yeah. Don't rent a drill. Don't no. rent a drill. Buy a fucking no. right. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Because yeah, you can use it to core your ears out after listening to this. Yeah. No, nobody's actually going to core their ears out because nobody listens to it. It's fine. And if they did, they wouldn't know which fuck it. They'd be doing it with an Allen wrench right now or a pull wrench. Or they'd be up to get a slide hammer for their head. Yeah. Especially oh, after geez. this, because you fucked up the recording. <laughs> <laughs> I did fuck up the recording. Man, I thought our episode with Cody was going to be bad, but man. You got the technical side of this one. Sorry. Anyways, Matt, big ticket items is what you're saying. Big ticket items, rent. Uh, I rented a, uh, a one of those uh, airless paint sprayers for like painting trim and stuff. Yeah. And at the time, they were only like 200 bucks, and I would have used it from back at the time. I would have used it many times since then. But when I rented it, it was like the best deal ever because I rented it, half-ass cleaned it, returned it, almost still full of paint, walked away from the issue, and I just never thought about it again. Yeah. And the guy at the store, he's like, I don't even know why we rent these things because they are always just garbage because people treat them awful. And I'm like, ah, who would do that? <laughs> who would off? Who would do that? Mine's a jackhammer. Renting jackhammer. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Those things are so useful, like the tile blade and stuff like that. But for 10 minutes in every job ever. Right. What you were jackhammering, it takes 10 minutes. Yeah. That's it. And so always rent a jackhammer. Always. Yeah. I think I would totally agree. Although there is a... Oh, nailer, really? I mean, not a Brad nailer. Like, oh, that's probably a Brad nailer. We sold a shitload when I when I worked in a building supply store. And we sold tools. We sold at Christmas time, Brad nailers, like fucking crazy. And it was basically an exercise in us going, "Look, it also requires a compressor." And then we'd go, <laughs> "What's a compressor?" And we'd say, "Explain what a compressor is." You know, do you have one of those? I'm not sure. Okay, well. Just take the brand new, but you you probably need this also this compressor. And most people wouldn't buy the compressor. Mm-hmm. And then after the holiday, we'd sell compressors like fucking crazy every year. It was crazy. Really? Yeah, every year. Brad nailers at the store. We'd be like urging people compressors. I think unless you're you're doing picture frames for a living. Yeah. If you do your life right, you don't need a brand nailer. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we should have really done Because how many times do you need to do baseboards? 
In retrospect, we should. Or raise the price of other shit around your house. Compressors every January is what we should have done. Yeah. But yeah. We, Just tack on 10% and it'd be no big deal. Right. I mean, I use my brand, brand nailer quite often because for some reason we can't stop renovating. <laughs> because you have, you have a draw knife, for example. That's why you can't stop renovating. I do your tools knife. have well, turned the tables on you. There you go. That's they, an obscure one, too, a draw knife. This, yeah. they, they control How you. many logs have you debarked? No, but I, I've made a ton of knife handles out of it, though, with it. Oh, I guess there's a difference. That and a spoke shape, yeah. My, that's like getting into, like, woodworking. My niece, who right. is uh, uh, in carpentry, she, a draw knife was her, we gave her that as a graduation gift because of when you bought it, you told us about it. And and the thing you said about it was, I'll probably use this only every once in a while, but every time I do, I'll be really glad I have it. Yeah. And that was why we bought that for her. Also great for circumcision. Yeah. She uses it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> She uh, she brings a bow home, checks, <laughs> circumcises, yeah, fucks. So, so, so. Well, Not circumcised. Oh, she lives in Medicine Hat. Yeah, she lives in Medicine Hat, Alberta, Canada, for all our international viewers. And so she's just out there, just like because it's foreskin as far as the eye can fucking see out there. Yeah. yeah. There's little calamari rolls everywhere. You <laughs> <laughs> like the cigar? Oh, like um, spin it. Oh, yeah. Or the pipe one. Dip. You need to cut like PVC. Oh yeah, yep. Yeah. Just roll that around. Maybe a very another my <laughs> is the the pipe. Yeah, the PVC pipe cutter. We have on and spin it and it cuts. So when when I was doing my renovations, I uh, I did not own PEX crimpers. <clears throat> oh, and so I'd line up everything, all my packs and everything to yes, you do. to do my do my water work. And then I'd go to Home Depot, rent it for four hours, and crimp the lines. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm saving so much money. So one night, I'm in the basement renovating and uh, decided to drill through a stud. And on the backside of the stud is like a half-inch water line, which I pierce. So I run to Home Depot and grab the PEX crimpers to be able to fix it. And I'm not kidding. The next week, I did the same thing on a different obscure fucking water line. And so after running to Home Depot yet again at fucking 8 o'clock at night to go rent these fucking crimpers, I ended up buying them because when I've used them, they would have saved me so much money. But because I didn't, I had to like, you know, it's like $15 to rent them, but you're cruising through the streets at night speeding because your house is filling with water. What are they, 22 bucks? No, no, they're expensive. They used to be crazy money. Now they're coming down, but yeah. I, sorry, I, yeah, I was wrong. I wasn't. It's the cutter. The yeah, cutter is the, the thing. thing. The circumciser. Yeah, the circumciser. I buy that. I have one of those. Yeah. And the reason I have one of those is uh, because I always, every time there's a plumbing problem, and there will always be a plumbing problem forever. You have to cut a piece of pipe. The crimper is a really expensive thing. That to Matt's point, like you use situationally. To me, having the cutter and owning that and never having to rent it and having a clean cut and always being able to get those fucking crimpers back in like an hour or two to Home Depot and pay some paltry charge for them, that's worth it to have the cutter. The cutter is yep. a $10 thing you can throw in any junk drawer that you'd be so glad you have. And next to that, if you own a home, you better have a plumbing tape. 
Oh my God, plumbing tape is so useful for every every situation, every situation. Yes, a little bit of Teflon. Yeah, use it. We we use it on the on the the drain nut on my quad. I use it to. Oh, that's right. When it's straight, just just jam that up with plumbing tape, and it goes. If I have a, a like a work screw that's like drilled out too much in a door frame or something like that, where I need plumbing to, tape. I'll put plumbing tape in there uh, with sure. a toothpick, and it it's just like whoop, yep, and it grabs the thing and it doesn't disintegrate under the. It's great. Yeah, that's everyone should have tough on tape. Yeah, tough on tape. It's like a dollar ninety nine, and it's by the till. And you should always buy it. Yeah, yeah I agree. Um, have we talked about a favorite tool? Not the most used, but your favorite, Matt. Favorite. Favorite because it's fucking cool and they're new and they've changed my life so much is a cordless grinder. What? Like an angle grinder? Really? Yeah. You should so cord on my angle grinder. It's damn near cordless anyways. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I yeah. Angle grinder. Chainsaw. Chainsaw for me. Definitely like my favorite tool is chainsaw. Ooh. Now that you guys have all the treat property up there, it's almost an essential. You own a nice like rancher version. As soon as the leaves are gone, I'm going to go pull a whole bunch of dead fallout for fall. It's going to be great. Chainsaw is my favorite tool to use. Yeah, wait, wait till none of the trees have leaves to pick up the dead ones. Yeah, I was going to ask how you're going to do that, but that's fine. <laughs> They'll be dead as soon as he cuts them down, that's for sure. Listeners, uh, our friends... Surveyor's tape, brought to you by Surveyor's tape. Surveyor's tape, use it to mark the things you want later. Surveyor's tape. Is that like the worst infomercial ever? What's <laughs> your favorite tool? My favorite tool? You know what, I will say, just for how handy it is uh, when, when I need to use it, I would say the drill press actually is Oh, pretty... fuck yeah, the drill press. Pretty good. It's pretty up there. And it's it's an obscure tool for sure, but I would say the forge mat made me is one of my favorite tools. The forge? That, made that was fun. Yeah, that, that one. Yeah, it might not get used every day, but like it's hard to replace. Like, what What's your replacement for that forge? The coal forge and a big air blower and doing it outside and dying of black lung? Yeah. It's the dying of black lung that's really like the... Hmm. Maybe I should invest in other options. <laughs> um, I think we've done it. I think we've exhausted them. I think we're good. I think everybody's exhausted with listening to anything that we have to say, so that's not the issue. Well, on that note, in, until next time, thanks for being the tools in my toolbox. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, uh, well, obviously the, the topic hasn't changed. Uh, Darren, you are still the monkey wrench. Oh shit! Uh, we Scott, never cool. Yeah. Oh, Scott, what do you what do you identify as? <laughs> Robertson number two screwdriver. This is useless. I'm the, I'm the most basic. The bit. dainty. This is the dainty. No, no, that's the one that gets like a deck screw out, and most oh. things that end up on no, the wall. Yeah. Number the two is the thing you stick in every hole. Yeah. There <laughs> we go. <laughs> Scott will, Scott will fit any hole. Number two, Robertson screwdriver. That's me. Oh, that's really good. Basic bitch. Matt? Yeah. Uh, 
I'm drawing blanks. All I can think of is my uh, my favorite drill, but uh, that's that's not what I am. So I don't know. I'll need help with that one. I think you're, I think you're a pipe clamp. <laughs> there we go. All right. You all don't right. like it, but you yeah. hold it all together. Oh. Uh, there we go. That's it. And on that note, guys. I'm a pipe clamp. We'll, we'll, see, right. we'll see you next Bye. week. Hey, nobody, don't forget to stalk us on YouTube, Instagram, and wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. The information and opinions within this broadcast are those solely of three guys who barely know how to tie their shoes, let alone do anything functional in the real world. They are not to be taken as advice or as actual instruction on how to do anything we've mentioned ever. That is the end of this disclaimer.